everybody, and welcome to another episode of Provoke, the podcast that takes a provocative look at advertising as a whole. I'm your host, Brian Wilder, and I have Kelsey Shalou and Sam Hunter in the studio. How you ladies doing? Hey. Great. Sweet, sweet. Um, as always, we are recording in the uh, Evoke Advertising Studios here in Orlando, Florida. And on today's episode, we are going to talk about holiday advertising. We're going to talk about the nostalgia, the, the the tactics that advertising companies and marketing companies have used over the past few decades, what it means for the future, like, because we always got to put the implications in there. Um, but so I guess to kick it off, like, what do you guys think, like, when you think of, like, fond holiday memories, like, what's what's something that comes to mind? Uh, I mean, for me, uh, generally, I did not grow up in Orlando, Florida, and mm-hmm. so looking outside and seeing snow, Whoa. which, as an adult, I've come what to is that? snow. Me what too. is snow? I'm with you on the snow thing. <laughs> what are warming up your cars and putting chains on tires? Nope. <laughs> oh, my God, all these things. Um yeah, just looking out being in sweaters with your family. Things that I now kind of miss a little bit yeah. being in Florida. Oh, I'm no. Like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you on that one, too. Growing up in upstate New York, it was a lot of skiing yeah. and a lot of white Christmas, mm. you know, like straight out of the Hallmark movies. Um, but, like, I have a really small family, so we would, when I lived in upstate New York, we would go up to, like, Grandma and Grandpa's house, and it was always, like, very small and quaint, and I am coming from, like, Christmas, like, roots, Um, but something that I always think about is I am a huge, huge, huge Friends fan. Like, if I had to put all my money into anything, uh, it would be, like my friends TV show trivia knowledge hands down <laughs> put so, that on the resume oh yeah seriously so like when it's my birthday I watch like the episodes where they have their birthdays <laughs> and when it's Thanksgiving time I watch all the Thanksgiving episodes wow yeah yeah I'm proud of it so you can't you can't take me down um so when I think of th- like going back to holidays like that is something that's true to my character and kind of like makes me get into all the holiday mm. feels um mm. And, like, I guess, like, all the movies and all of the um, ABC family, like, I don't think I would watch any of that now. And I was also thinking just, like, ten minutes before I sat down to record this, like, all of the holiday commercials and Mm. stuff like that, like, I haven't seen a holiday commercial because I don't have cable Mm. for the past, like, four years. But when I'm home, you know, I see that and it's present. Um, But it's movies and those those types of things that I think put me into that holiday holiday yeah. spirit if you will yeah and I'm, I'm I'm the older one just to preface I'm the, I'm the older oldest one in the room right now so my my holidays were definitely growing up as a latchkey kid first of all like a lot of time was spent in front of the TV so the holiday commercials were definitely like something that stuck out in my yeah. mind growing up. Um, like the, the, the Lexus commercials with the big mm. red bow. Mm. Like I that. think of like Hershey's too, the Hershey's yeah, the bit, That's yep. like classic because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's like out every year. They don't really change it. Yeah, and the red, and, the red and yellow M&Ms. Mm-hmm. And they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're misadventures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know. I like I, I never, I didn't really have like the, a, a Norman Rockwell painting kind of like childhood especially when it came to the holidays um but there were still traditions and and certain things that you looked forward to that i think advertising has done a really good job of trying to enhance i don't want to say exploit but (laughs) um just to kind of enhance that idea and so i guess it goes into the 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 idea of like storytelling like Mm. what 
how how do you strike that balance between being able to tell the sto- a story, a holiday story that everybody gets, even if not everybody celebrates the holidays in the mm-hmm. same way? Yeah. yeah, I think it goes back to just like the basic, basic like um, values of just like sharing. Like that's the biggest, I feel like, market to hit during mm-hmm. Christmas is like sharing with everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of touching on values, I think, is something that's really important as advertisers, ad- as creators putting out, like instead of making it this one tonal message about celebrating this very specific thing and believing this specific thing, it's kind of like alleviating some of that and looking at the overall bigger pictures yeah. of what kind of we as a culture have created these holidays to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... I would say focusing on the big picture values of it, which I think people do a good job of. Like current, <laughs> current people that are putting out work, that's that's kind of what they're rolling on. Um, are there any holiday ads that you can think of in like recent memory that kind of like uh, like recent memory hit um, those points, those pain points? I mean, another like classic, classic. Um, holiday advertiser that we can probably all remember is like Mm coca-cola and um they only kind of pull out the polar bears and those kinds of images during the holiday season and even those are always just about like being together with all the other polar bears aka your family and friends Mm -hmm. um and it's not really about like there's no i guess sometimes there's santa but there's no like this is for christmas specifically or this is for this one specific holiday Mm -hmm. um and that kind of goes into creating a holiday brand, like these big companies. It's like you have your brand, but then during, um, it's kind of like a Super Bowl-like marketing, like all these big players roll out for these really incredible um, commercials during this time. So mm-hmm. they have to have their own um, kind of just holiday brand, which Coca-Cola definitely does. Um, and even things like M&M's and Hershey's, just changing the color of their wrapping mm-hmm. or how, you know, the colors of their, their candies and stuff like that kind of talks to um, rebranding just for the holidays. But um, I'm trying to think of, oh, well, I also logging on to the internet today, the headline on ad week was like, wait, 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 hold on. You, you logged on to the internet <laughs> today. I was, wondering, I was wondering why Ryan was like smirking at me. I was like, what is happening? Um, the headline on Adweek's page today, literally uploaded, uploaded uh, two hours ago, was ready or not, here's your first big, colorful British Christmas ad of 2017. <laughs> One, I'm not sure why it's specifically British, but two, um, I just thought that it was just relevant and yeah. uploaded two hours ago. So. Last year there was a great, uh, I believe, British ad that went viral um, I don't know if any of you guys saw any of you guys saw the Heathrow Airport ad with there's two teddy bears that come off the plane. Yes. Oh, yes. For those listening that don't have the visual, oh. Ryan is very excited about. Mm. We all just got very passionate here. Oh, the feels. So the Heathrow oh, the Airport feels. ad of last year's fame and notoriety. There were two teddy bears, and it was a romantic couple of teddy bears, and they were going through the airport, and they're coming home to their family, and they're. They have little asides of like them waiting for each other to get out of the bathroom and go into baggage claim and they can't get their bag off mm-hmm. of the baggage claim and someone else has to help them. Um, little human things that we do at the airport. And then they come home to their family and I believe the tagline at the end was something like coming home is the greatest gift of all or something. Mm-hmm. And it's such a phenomenal just non-alienating ad 
that isn't existing for the sake of being non-alienating because yeah. that family is coming home for your holiday, whatever you are celebrating in the eyes of that. Yeah, that that was a great one. It like, imagine fantastic. just like a sweet old couple Aww. turned into teddy bears, just so coming cute. home to visit their family for the holidays. Oh man, <laughs> completely forgot about that one. That was a good. That's a it's good great. one. It's almost tear jerking, and nothing sad happens. It. It's, <laughs> that's it's all like, positive things. Uh, like I feel Publix too. Publix always brings out the like real killers oh, yeah. during the holidays mm-hmm. and I don't know if this was Publix or not but there's another great one of uh, it, it is set in a very Christmassy tone with trees and presents and this little boy um, is excited throughout the whole series of it and the viewer would think that it's because he wants to open up his presents but at the end of it he's excited to give his parents Aww. a present and that's kind of just like the tie mm. to it Adorable. which is yeah it's great but it is very this is for mm-hmm. Christmas and it has has that whole thing um yeah, and that's that's kind of one that kind of turns the turns the tables a little bit. Um, it makes me think of uh, the the Gap commercials, the Gap holiday commercials from like the past few years, where she's like a bunch of kids. It's usually like choreographed dances, and there was one in particular where it was a bunch of little kids, probably between the ages of like seven and maybe twelve, mm-hmm. who were doing this huge choreographed dance, talking about how they love their comfy sweaters. Mm-hmm. And I always found it interesting because. Growing up as a kid, like the last thing you wanted under the tree was like socks, underwear, sweaters, <laughs> yeah. sweatpants. A comfy sweater. You know? And so it was just interesting to kind of see Gap turn that around and be like, no, this is actually something to look forward to yeah. for once. And it's like, yeah, but it's, it's Gap. So there's only so much you can say about it. But I, I thought that was just a, a, an interesting little juxtaposition that. Mm that that company did a few years back. I don't really feel like I see any advertising, though, for any other holiday during December except for Christmas. Um, and that Christmas could, or non-denominational. Yeah, and that mm. could be because I'm not like my I'm not really like looking for it, or mm. I'm not getting served it. Yeah, because you just everybody, might not be the target yeah, audience. For they'll it. know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't. I can't. I can't think of like. Oh, that was a great mm. blank. Ad for a different <laughs> holiday other than that was a fantastic Kwanzaa ad. <laughs> no, 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 oh, no. It's totally understandable. I mean, it's just I think it's just one of those situations where you would be less likely to be served something like that. But yeah. then again, I can't think of another holiday that's commercialized as much as, as, much as, as Christmas, Christmas is. Sure. So it's well, just because it's a huge like you are. It's like not. I mean, I guess Halloween you purchase candy, but Christmas yeah. is like calm. People go into yeah. debt for Christmas, yeah. and that's. First of all, that's crazy. First of all, stop. <laughs> yeah. Stop doing that. Stop. Topic number one. Don't do that to yourself. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's 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 probably the main contributor. It's just like it's a highly it's always been a commercialized um, holiday. And so I guess then what what I guess what what can we as advertisers do in the future to kind of like like, is the goal to kind of decommercialize Christmas or give Christmas more meaning? Something, what do we do? <laughs> something I am interested to see uh, this upcoming holiday season, as I saw last year, particularly, and not to side rail this too much, with Christmas being pretty immediately post-election, mm. a lot of advertisers went the come-together route mm-hmm. instead of explicitly holiday themed. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see if that reappears because the political and social climate has not changed a whole lot Mm -hmm. in terms of divisiveness or if we're all just going to say did it really work last year we're all pretty divided still so i'm interested to see what this year's ads look like in terms of that topic Mm -hmm. yeah 
Um, I think as far as targeting goes, like you were saying, is that we don't, do we want to, um, oh, you had perfect wording just now. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember it. Oh, what did he say? <laughs> Let's go back a, on the tape. He's <laughs> had, had a great, like, key, key word that I don't, it went in and out. Um, well, obviously it wasn't that key then. <laughs> no, it was. I just got wrapped up and I was like, that's a great idea. Um, I think, like, it's key if you are going to um, speak on Christmas or you're going to speak on Hanukkah or some other, like, you should speak to it and to those people. Um, there's so many different ways that you can segment your mm-hmm. audience and serve different things. I think that um, while keeping messages, like... Um, there still has to be, like, an overarching yeah, sentiment. Yeah, and I, but I don't think that as advertisers we should have to, like, wa- like. Are we going to upset anyone's feelings? Because no, it's okay. kind of okay, like okay. we're in this place where it's like everything okay. we do, we have to check to make sure it's okay. I don't think that we should be upset about uh, on like a um, ethical level. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we wouldn't do anything completely stupid, but um, <laughs> someone could do something yeah, completely but stupid. Talking, talking from our perspective. <laughs> uh, but I think like you can keep, if you were to have an advertisement or I'm really thinking along commercial sides because that's mm-hmm. what seems to yeah, be for like sure. the biggest, biggest way in for you know, holiday ads is whatever you're trying to sell, if it's a service or a product or like a destination, you can make that message and just change little things. Kind of like what we talked about in the last episode, color and color during the holidays will denote certain, um, certain holidays or certain you know mm-hmm. it'll attract so like the, the red like traditional like yeah, red and traditional green traditional red and green or blue and white um and even like the people that are in casted for um those commercials what they're wearing all those just like little kind of like added pieces mm-hmm. i think can you can create one message film it twice swap out a couple you know decorations and stuff like that but allow your messaging to be mm. kind of back to the values of like whatever it is that you're trying to hit or whatever it is you're trying to sell um but as far as like the visual aspects go just kind of like a swap and change or like pull out you know one thing that was predominantly christmas and add in something that might be more um geared to somebody else who may may not celebrate Christmas or know about Christmas or, you know. To play devil's advocate a little bit here. Yeah, please. Um, that reminds me of the Starbucks cup because yeah. they converted it to just red mm-hmm. and it still became the PR snowstorm, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that it was. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I guess, I don't know what my question is here, but I guess... That's also there's also a way that that backfires if it's because then you try to neutralize it and yeah. then someone yeah well the internet is always gonna speak out <laughs> like true. doesn't matter what you do the internet will always have an opinion. Um, well, going back to what you said, Sam, about the the Starbucks cup, have you guys seen what Starbucks has done this yes. year? Yes. Mm-hmm. So they they basically just get <laughs> d- just like you know screw you it. it. <laughs> it's a choose your own adventure. Do what you want. Just color it any color you want to. If you get offended by it, it's that's your normal. fault. <laughs> and that's kind of what I'm talking about is like not wanting to upset everyone's feeling but oh everybody is kind of I feel like in this place of wanting to play like victim for whatever weird reason but um yeah the Starbucks cup is 
uh, it's cool. And there was a statement by a Starbucks creative director, um, and he said the images are meant to represent some of the mm-hmm. ways people celebrate during the holidays at this time of year. And in that same article, they had um, that Starbucks are going to have like little stations of creativity where they're going to have different tools and different coloring pencils and crayons mm. so you can actually go and <laughs> interact with it. But that kind of does take it out of their uh, you know, holiday brand and yeah. say, okay, we were just kind of providing like, you know, That's coloring me. lines. You, yeah. you do you. Um, the it's not think. our fault station. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not on me. It's on you. But, but that was a, a great ploy as far as keeping people happy. And keeping so it's peace. just, it's the idea of like being able to be inclusive without being alienating. Yeah. Inspiration without alienation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of another situation where that would that kind of backfires hmm. oh this is also another thing like different but just came to me now is like think about not even the people that don't celebrate christmas but people that can't afford these elaborate christmases that we often yeah like, like most people most people yeah <laughs> you remember that part where i said that people go into debt yeah. for this that's most people yeah but that's people some people like yeah I, I get i hear what you're saying but i feel like some people do that and they're like oh, I'll take care of, like I'll worry about that later kind mm-hmm. of thing but some people don't even have the ability to like go into like to go under a level because then they don't have you know the basics um and that's a whole nother kind of like ethical standpoint as how are how do we put out messages that um Consider everyone on a like religious and political belief, but also on financial belief, which I guess as advertisers isn't necessarily our jobs. Mm. Um, but as an ethical advertiser, I think that that's something to consider. Yeah. Well, I think every advertise- advertising professional should have some strong sense of just ethics <laughs> in whatever they do. Um, so I guess it. I guess the, and then it goes back to the idea of being able to. Sh- pinpoint the things that don't necessarily cost money but are still indicative of the season of the of the holiday season so you're talking about values mm-hmm. and beliefs Cooking maybe and, with your family and, and you know being around the people that you care about most even mm-hmm. if it's for a short period of time there was that um oh i can't remember the brand but it was kind of set up where this this girl whose father was clearly overseas mm-hmm. on tour and um the only way that he was she was able to talk to her was through an like a through FaceTime. Uh-huh. I can't remember the brand. I think it's Duracell. Duracell. That's yeah. exactly in yeah. conjunction with the USO, yeah. I think. Yeah, and so it's just like something like that and I, I guess that might not be the best example because they did use a pretty expensive piece of electronic equipment to communicate, but the, I, the the sentiment is still there. It's like it's not necessarily always about like how many like whose stack of presents is mm, biggest yeah. under the tree. It's the idea of being able to focus on the other um, I guess non-financial aspects of the yeah the non-material yeah exactly aspects of these holidays mm-hmm. that we that is kind of like the emotional carrier of all holiday messaging and yeah. like any messaging you're kind of yeah. trying to tap emotion yeah. but especially during the holidays For sure. yeah um, I'm just thinking about that um that song where the little boy wants to buy his mom shoes oh no, we're not she's doing gonna this meet Jesus nope, tonight. we're not doing this we're not doing Christmas shoes <laughs> so basically the message is how to sell during the holidays is just to make everyone cry crying is universal yeah. crying is just get them crying is not crying is for everyone oh my gosh everybody. yeah if you've if you've never if you've never seen that that movie I think it's on it used to be on Lifetime all the time but Christmas shoes I believe is what <laughs> it's called I'm not enlightened to the Christmas 
Christmas shoes. Oh my! Do you well, know there's the song a song. Right there's oh a song. Sh- I, sh- I don't know if I can sing it oh legally. Gosh. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah just uh, look it up on Spotify. And just and, cry. Yeah, just cry. Yeah, the just true holiday let spirit. Let it out, because you <laughs> you <go>. will. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right. Well, I mean, I guess kind of moving on. We've talked about you know, what you can do to kind of bring that sense of inclusion and without being alienating and just like kind of harping, not harping, but like kind of hinging on the idea of you know, good storytelling and, and, and bringing elements that the largest group of people can can understand the best, regardless of what they actually celebrate or don't celebrate religious affiliation, what have you. Um, so with all of that in mind, like what's the what's the future of holiday advertising? Well, I think of like the, not even from an advertiser's stand, well, yes, we'll, but get, I'll get to that mm-hmm. in a second, is like the Christmas shopper, the Christmas consumer, I okay. feel like with everything else that we've ever talked about on the podcast, you can relate back to here, is how people are shopping differently based upon technology, based yeah. upon online shopping. Um, and those kind of movements, I feel like, affects the, Christmas shoppers. So then, how do we as advertisers like make those adjustments to um, not entice, but to like I guess adapt and adjust yeah. to the technology and this a trusty consumer? pivot. Which, what was that? A trusty how, do pivot? how do we pivot? Pivot. Pivot. <laughs> uh, you were gonna say something. Yeah. Um. I think we see a little bit of the adaptation now. I for me, I mean, Black Friday has been an institution for who knows how long Mm -hmm. I have never done Black Friday shopping but I love Cyber Monday Mm. I adore Cyber Monday Mm. and Mm -hmm. without us even cognizantly saying yes we've made this pivot and we have documented there's a change in the consumer we all just kind of decided do we really want to sit outside and get trampled at Walmart anymore let's just do this on Monday on Mm -hmm. the internet and I, I think that that's a great already present way that we've kind of started to adapt to mm uh, the changing holiday consumer. So do you think it's going to be more of an organic transition from like Christmas to, uh, Christmas, the sequel? Like what, like, where do you see, where do you see it going? Cause I, I to this day, there's still people who, who do all of their last minute Christmas yeah. shopping, yeah. like the day before, two days before. And it's just a frenzy. It's just chaos. Yeah. So like from an advertising standpoint, how do you, yeah, well, the, the the age old example REI, you know, opt outside. You know, they t- completely just shirk the idea of, of Black Friday as a as an institution <laughs> and went a completely different route. Mm-hmm. So I guess I guess the question is, do you see any kind of brands or anybody kind of mm-hmm. filling that? Because the Christmas is a juggernaut. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's kind of hard to just stand up to Christmas, you know, David and Goliath style, and be like, <laughs> "What's good? Let's do this a different way." But, like, I guess I'm just trying to be Nostradamus about it. But, you know, what what are some cool ways in which we could, you know, advertisers can kind of lead the charge for the, the anti-Christmas? Mm. The anti-Christmas. Yeah, but that's what, like, that's what gets so much heat is, like, if, like people – it's a freaking cup on Starbucks. <laughs> and people Back literally to the cup. were like, this, this is a cup. war on Christmas. It's mm-hmm. a cup, homie. Um, <laughs> a cool things advertisers can do. I mean, REI will always be a love. Um, but I think it goes back to um, 
and I guess this isn't for everybody, but if I'm speaking for myself, mm. like the brands that I'm most loyal to are the brands that are selling me more than a pretty thing, more okay. than a wrapped product. Sure. Um, and so especially during Christmas and during these times where uh, it has already been so heavily rooted in sharing time with family, friends, um, people that don't get to see their family and friends, you know, fathers or mothers that are over on, uh, you know, season tours, like Brian just said, but bringing people together, cooking, like all of those non-tangible values, um, more messaging on an advertising standpoint coming from, um, honestly coming from the heart is what sells me Mm. on things. And it kind of makes it to appeal to people that, aren't able to have this like crazy over the top you know vacation in the mountains and going skiing and Mm -hmm. you know all about um about something like something that you can put into Mm -hmm. a box um and i think that just goes back to brands to brands values and then as an advertiser how do we take that you know holiday branded voice um and put it into messaging that I guess adds up to you know our overall strategy and what we're trying to do. Um. See, I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced. I still think that there's some some anti Christmas plan that somebody is sitting on. Let us know. Email us at a p r o v o k at evocad dot com. Um, because I, I, that that bubble, in my opinion, that bubble has to burst at some point. Yeah. Like we can't keep doing the same rigmarole. We can't keep. Halloween's here, but let's put out the let's put out the Thanksgiving stuff a month in advance. Thanksgiving is here, let's put out the Christmas stuff a month in advance and keep going that same tired just routine. But it's been like going on forever. That's like what makes holiday that's what makes like Christmas Christmas, Brian. I just the like- idea of this blind tradition. Um Yes. Brian <laughs> <laughs> Yes. But I think that's what inspired um, Ariel's yeah, opt outside. Like, they got they, they got but tired. That goes back to what their brand's values were. Of like, we don't think that like the day after you've just gotten your whole family together to mm-hmm. sit down for dinner, you should be you know spending on this like consumer holiday. It should be taken opt outside. So even that idea and that campaign and that movement mm-hmm. was only able to launch based upon like their already established yeah. values. And I guess it's different because Black Friday is not it's an established not, holiday. Yeah, it's it's consumer, not a holiday. Like, I feel like it is a consumer holiday. <laughs> well, I mean, in 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 you know, People just for the sake for the sake of like, the conversation, sure. But in the grand scheme of things, yeah. compared to something like Christmas course, or Thanksgiving, yes. it's of not. Course. And even Thanksgiving is a little. But um, Christmas, it's yeah. not like an established, like traditional definition of what a holiday is. That's true. And so I guess you have to approach it a little differently, but I'm still waiting for the anti-Christmas. Do you have any groundbreaking? No. And if I did, I wouldn't share it on the airwaves. That is proprietary. It's intellectual property. Trademark, trademark. Um, I don't know. I I just, I'm I'm curious to see if there will be any kind of Christmas version of Opt Outside. Um, I'm sure they must do some, they, like them themselves probably do some version. Who are AI? Yeah, I mean, they're oh. doing it all the time now. It's kind mm-hmm. of just taken off. But It's just that what they do. Yeah, watch their speaking points this season. Um, I'm trying to think of um, either people that I've seen kind of shake the ground as far as this goes or ways that we could I mean, we're uh, just thinking read 
rethinking Christmas in the sense of like you're going into debt at Christmas and you're waiting mm-hmm. on December 23rd to buy your gift and mm-hmm. it's the mess of a thing. Mm-hmm. Do we think maybe Amazon is the person that's already kind of destroying that saying we will bring this to your house in two days and you don't have to do any Christmas shopping and go anywhere two days before Christmas and do anything last minute? Yeah, possibly goes back to like the consumer is changing and how they want to receive goods. So then how do we um, give to them? I also heard that you can now like have I don't know if like buy it or not, but Amazon is now um, I guess it works like you can buy like a camera thing and put it on your door and it like verifies with you and with um like amazon headquarters to allow like amazon delivery oh, yeah. people yeah, yeah, to yeah. come into what your home what is it home. called it's like amazon i don't even know amazon key, show yourself maybe? in they should call it amazon they should make key. it a santa thing and they should make them dress up like santa Claus, <laughs> and santa <laughs> will, will deliver your gifts that's great take it amazon stop giving amazon yeah, ideas for free take it. Hire me. <laughs> 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 that's a good one <laughs> But yeah, just that's that's yeah. happening. Maybe okay. Yeah. So so yeah, maybe that's it. Just the idea of giving the consumer more options, because mm. I think I, I'm still looking at it from that traditional sense that that anxiety, that 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 dread that kind of drapes over you when you realize that you've waited until the last possible minute to get Christmas gifts for 17 people mm, on your yeah. list, and there are only two stores that you can get this stuff from, and everybody else in the world are at those two stores right now. Amazon's always Co- Coca-Cola <laughs> is gonna come out and say, "Hey, actually, we're gonna like push it back a couple days. Mm-hmm. You have five extra days. It's now falling on December 30th." Yep. <laughs> just, just, just co-opting Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Just moving just, it to we're wherever. Just move it just a couple couple days down. Oh, oh, my, God. oh yeah. my gosh, that would be amazing. <laughs> Send a nation wide memo <laughs> this conversation is also interesting too coming from like an adult perspective if you were to have like similar conversation but with children hmm. it would be about like we don't have even we mentioned santa a couple times but like that um that story in itself that narrative that we've kind of created and continue to create off of um just in like a children's eyes it would be such a different conversation yeah. right? they're not the ones that really go out and <laughs> purchase you know yeah Christmas children have stuff. no purchasing power they what really are you talking don't. about but i'm just <laughs> Like the, the storytelling side of this conversation would be so different if we had children are naive and they yeah. they haven't been crushed by the weight of the world yet. <laughs> so yes, their 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 responses would be Christmas. very pure. <laughs> yeah, put that on a Hallmark card. <laughs> the um, weight of the world will crush you one day. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Super cheery. <laughs> oh my own. Um, well, I mean, I don't know. I I, I think. Holiday advertising and just the holiday season in general is always going to be like this scramble, Mm. whether you are the consumer or the advertiser Um, on the advertising side, you're going to you're constantly going to have to try to find ways like Starbucks and that Mm. damn cup. (laughs) You know what? I think going back to the cup, because this cup, the cup has me heated now. Strike number three. I think they should just do away with the cup and just serve people coffee in their hands. (laughs) And be done with is it. Is it what you want? Is it what you want? <laughs> you brought this on yourself. <laughs> Scalding hot coffee on anyone that complains. <laughs> is it what you've done to yourself? Could you oh imagine just God. a barista with just a dead eye stare, just pouring hot coffee <laughs> on your hands? Like, yeah, on a keyboard. Like, you've done this to me for the last time. Welcome to Starbucks. <laughs> oh man. New holiday ad. Maybe the anti-Christmas. Maybe that's like the swing. That's what I'm saying. That's, Anti-Christmas yeah. is coming. Anti-Christmas. It's coming. Still crying. <laughs> yeah. Still will, but it'll be because your hands are burning. Yes. Not because they just like got you in the heart. Yeah. Starbucks is going to lead the charge. Yeah. But uh, the cup. The cup. 
Um, angry. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's just an example of what advertisers have to do, have to constantly pivot. And I think it was a creative, it was a very creative way to kind of like squash the conversation, yep. just like stop it before it even starts. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, yeah, advertisers are always going to have to be on their toes when it comes to being able to spread holiday because you don't want to say Christmas because you don't want to alienate people. Holiday cheer. But in modern times and knowing that there's a lot of sociopolitical um, issues out there, like you said earlier, a lot of divisiveness that's going on um, in just the, the the social landscape of the country and just around the world. And and I think Christmas or the, the holiday, the winter holiday season is just one of those great kind of like battlefields, so to mm-hmm. speak, where you can kind of like hone your craft as an advertiser. Yeah. And, I, and, and I guess on the flip side, from the consumer side, like. I think the more that consumers demand a sense of diversity in how they consume, that's going to open it up for advertisers and just brands and companies in general to, to, to really kind of get creative with how they showcase their products and their services. And so I think it can only it's, it's only good things uh, being being hopeful, being optimistic. It's only good things to come as far as the future as far as i'm concerned when it comes to the future of advertising it's just it's it's kind of like that it's just that that constant game of give and take between mm-hmm. the consumer and and the, and, and the, the advertiser so but that's me that's just me all right you guys um yeah this is i should have said this at the beginning when we were talking about like things that make that we like think about Christmas and nostalgic memories and stuff and the commercial that I was referring to before that was the headline on ad week was for a um was for a grocery store and mm-hmm. and it was all of these like seasonal items that you can only get during that time which kind of like Starbucks like they put out this thing makes it a little exclusive so everybody wants it um but like just shout out to Trader Joe's because Trader <laughs> Joe's has fantastic seasonal items that you can only get during those couple of months mm-hmm. um and I would have fit into the story better if I had kind of jumped in on that at the beginning. But, um, you know, the, those are products in themselves that are only coming out during, you know, select times. and just. Well, that's another thing then. Another thing. <laughs> when is that going to end? Like the idea of like seasonality. Why, should, why, um, why does it have to yeah. end? Why should that end? <laughs> I just want to burn everything. Up. <laughs> I just want to tear down the status quo. Um, no, it's just it, this was this was a conversation a few of us had, um, not us, but some friends of mine um, had as in regards to pumpkin spice. Mm. Like, wh- <laughs> 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 wow, that was a that very was basic response. <laughs> like, wow, the choreographed response with the two of you. Oh, we'll get to that later. Mm. Uh, And so this is the idea of like only releasing pumpkin spice or Mm. pumpkin flavored things during the fall season as if like pumpkin is just this thing that's not available any other time of the year. So so I guess for for the holidays, for the winter holidays, like like how Starbucks, freaking Starbucks has their um, (laughs) their peppermint mocha. Let's just sprinkle some peppermint dust on everything that we sell kind of thing. So. And maybe that could be another like conversation for their time. But. I'm not really talking about I'm not talking about Starbucks, but I'm like think about Trader Joe's or something mm-hmm. like that. Like real life example, I had a I hosted a like 63 year old dinner party last weekend for mm-hmm. ha- like Halloween themed, um, and I just like got cool things that I never would normally be able to get or like won't be able to get in a couple months. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. Know, I feel like that is. I feel like that's what makes things 
makes things sweeter. Like, think about <laughs> if um, you could go to, like, Halloween Horror Nights, like, any time you wanted to. It wouldn't be that cool. It would kind of get, like... It kind of get like you'd get normalized to it. So yeah. like the fact that you get to put out like a flavor, and that all goes back to like, I don't know. I feel like in summertime people are like mm, pumpkin spice is right around the corner. Can't <laughs> wait to get into that. Oh boy! Uh, but it kind of that is like the nostalgic feel of the season that I think is good. Um, mm-hmm. I'll take that. I know that wasn't part of take it or leave it, but no, that's, I'm gonna that's take fine. the season. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah, because there's there's actually a there's a bar in orlando that's mm. just christmas themed oh. i forgot what it's called. I think it's called frosties i think oh, it's called frosties nice. or something like that but it's literally just every Always. no matter when you go in there it's christmas music playing there's some sort of christmas mu- uh, movie being projected on the wall they have snow machines oh, that like, so into this. like periodically blow snow wow. into the into the bar area and it's just like christmas <laughs> nostalgia and like paraphernalia all anyway. over the place and it's just 24 7 365 <laughs> 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 or some drunk guy dressed as Santa Claus <laughs> yep. um, but yeah I mean I guess I guess go, that that is a good idea like a good example of like maybe it's too much of a good thing mm. if you're just Always. if you have it all the time mm-hmm. so maybe I guess seasonality <laughs> does have its place so. I guess we can be festive uh, <laughs> I suppose we have 37 hours to be festive. <laughs> Set in time and Awesome. Well, I think that wraps up our conversation for this week's episode of uh, Provoke. I'd like to thank Kelsey and Sam for coming in and, and, and taking the time to talk to us. Um, as always, if you have any questions or comments or concerns, be sure to email us at provok at uh, evokead.com and just follow us on all of our social media channels. We're still waiting on that Twitter account. We're coming. It's coming for you. I swear to God, I'm going to follow each and every one of you. I promise. <laughs> Um, but in the meantime, you can also follow Evoke Advertising on Facebook. Um, and as far as today's quotes concern, I kind of t- yeah. made the executive it's decision. Fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it blank next time. <laughs> and, and change it up a little bit. Because in the spirit of, of holiday consumerism, um, this comes from one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time, Jingle All the Way. Uh, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and and Sinbad, and Arnold's character, um, I forget his name, Myron. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna do the voice, but I'm probably gonna, gonna I'm gonna butcher it. If you change um, the quote and you don't deliver the voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, as as Myron said, uh, it's turbo time. <laughs> and y'all take care. Mm-hmm.